And we're live, I guess. Not really. It's pre-recorded because it's a podcast, obviously. Hello, everyone. And by everyone, I guess uh, what I really mean is anyone, if anyone is out there and listening, welcome to Yeesh with Ryan Muskin. I am Ryan Muskin. And you're probably wondering, who is that? And it doesn't matter. I'm I am not an important person in society, so don't worry about that. I'm just the guy that's talking to talk. Uh, this podcast isn't about anything in particular at all. It's just about everything and anything, and it's just me. There's not going to be any guests. There's not going to be any interviews. These aren't going to be long form unless I want them to. Uh, this isn't made for anybody. There's no <laughs> direct audience for this. It's just a show, and it's really for me. Um, I. I'm going to treat it as like a journal of sorts, a way for me to digest and uh, let off whatever I want off of my chest and mind. So if you, you know, don't care about it or you think this is stupid or boring, I don't really care. And you can leave and unsubscribe or don't subscribe at all, rather. And even I don't care. Leave me a bad review. Do whatever you want. Whatever makes you happy, you should go and do that. Uh, but yeah, this show is just, you know. It's just here. It exists. I'm not trying to make money off of this. I'm not trying to get famous. I'm just trying to talk because I love podcasting. But yeah, there's no there's no basis for the show. And I apologize if you hear me sipping tea throughout because I'm a little bit sick and I like tea. And this is turning into an ASMR show. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not really. But I'll try to keep the mouth sounds to a minimum for those who are listening because I hate mouth sounds. I was in Ireland about a year ago and I was in the library and I was trying to write a paper or something. And I, uh, you know, I'm on a quiet floor. It's supposed to be one of those floors where it's dead silent. And I hear a kid walk over and sit in front of me in this desk. And what do you know? He's opening a bag of chips and there's the crinkling sounds of hell and I'm losing my fucking mind. And yes, I apologize. This is for those who weren't prepared for that. Uh, this is going to be, you know, R rated, not R rated, but I'm not going to filter out any bad words. Anyways, continuing with the story. Yeah. He opens up a bag of chips and it's driving me insane. And, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm thinking, okay, he'll finish the chips and continue doing whatever he's doing. But I do wonder, you know, if you're going to eat, in the library for one if you're going to eat in the library at all do it on the floor where they're you know where they have the food for you to buy or you know just step outside or go anywhere that's not the silent floor to eat but whatever if you're going to you know if you have to be up there i get it fine just get it done and get it over with so i can't handle it anymore because he's crunching with his mouth open and making smacking noises which i would do for an example for you guys but i'm not gonna do it because it's so bad that if I'm going to go back and listen to this, I don't want to even hear the sounds myself because it makes me want to puke and then kill everybody in sight. I don't have a rage problem, but when something triggered, I don't know, there's something in me, like a short fuse that just gets triggered by the weirdest shit, which includes mouth sounds, unnecessary mouth sounds. And there's a lot of people that are like this, but it's, it's not just like annoyance or anger. It's rage. I, and this kid triggered that rage in me. I mean, I was so close to walking over and just punching his face in and caving it in with the desk, but I didn't do it. Uh, I just got up and walked away. But as I was walking away, I walked past him kind of aggressively because I wanted him to get the vibe of I'm annoyed with you. And I look at what he's doing and he's just sitting there 
just eating chips and watching a video on his phone, a YouTube video on his phone, just sitting in the top floor, the silent floor of the library, where it's usually the people who are hard at work and want to be in silence for a reason. That's why they're there. And all the while, he's sitting there just munching a bag of chips and the friggin' foil bag thing. And uh, yeah, never, ever do that, people, please. I guess this is turning into like a, you know, public announcement please folks <laughs> but um we're uh we're just cruising and doing everyone on here and i'm going to talk about anything i feel like at any time of the day and i'm not going to have a schedule for this um i'm just going to post these whenever i want or i guess whenever i leave i want because he does all the post production and editing and i just kind of record them so i guess i'll just record them whenever i want and give them to him and he'll put them up whenever he wants uh so that's you know and I, I don't have anything particularly interesting to talk about. <laughs> so I, sh- I guess I'm just driving everyone away from the show. No, I don't know. I'll talk about whatever I feel like. I'm not an expert in anything. I mean, the things I know most about are, pro- I don't know, probably psychology, podcasting, <laughs> maybe pro wrestling. I've got a lot of a lot of WWE knowledge stored up in my brain. But pretty much use, useless things if you want to. I don't know. Psychology can be useful. I was thinking earlier today about, uh, you know, questions to ask people to dive into their psychology to really get to know somebody. And I have these, I mean, these are, you know, continual ongoing jokes I have with friends, but they're really, they're kind of serious. And the more I was thinking about them, you know, they could be really implement implemented. One I was thinking is you can ask people two following questions and you'll learn just astronomical amounts about them, their personality types. The first is one of my go-tos. It's, uh, have you ever seen your own butthole before? Now, think about that question. It's ridiculous. I mean, you hear it up front and you're like, okay, that's this guy's just immature. That's very um, sophomoric humor of him to talk about buttholes. And yeah, you're right. It is. But it always gets a laugh, first of all. And a little bit of a shock laugh because people are like, what? And just watching the way people answer that question will blow your mind. You should start asking your friends uh, because some people get real nervous and kind of like look around to see what everyone else is thinking as that question is being asked to them because now they're on the spot and they have a decision to make here. They can either say, yeah, I've seen my own butthole, obviously, and that's going to get a lot of mixed responses because people feel really weird about that because then you have to think about it. It's a really weird setup. If you have seen your own butthole, well, the only way to have really done that, that I can imagine, there's, I guess there's two ways. The only way that I can really think of that you would see your own butthole is uh, you go in front of a mirror and you bend and you spread and you look between your legs or you can kind of spread with your hands fully and turn around and look into a mirror. But that'd be the only way to, to you know, essentially see your own butthole or if someone took a picture for you. But that's kind of, you know, how often does that happen? So, yeah, to ask a person if they've seen their own butthole, that puts them in a weird position because if you say yes, it's like, well, why? Were you just curious and you got in front of a mirror and bent and spread? Well, that's a little, I mean, how do you respond to that? Because now everyone in the room then is picturing them doing that. So now you've got everyone, you know, thinking, oh, well, there's a, I'm just going to use Levi as my example. Levi bending and spreading in front of a mirror to see his own asshole. But you can't judge people either because then they're kind of, you know, curious. And for me, that answer, if they say yes, that tells me that they're proud people. They're not shameful. Uh, they don't care about what other people think. They are curious. 
individuals. They like to be themselves. They're more, they're a little bit more authentic. Those who say no, depending on how they say no, some people sincerely say no. And they think, well, I've never even thought about it before. That's not a bad thing. I mean, people just don't think to ever look at their own butthole. I, for one, have seen mine. I was curious. Took me a while, though, to see. I just kept forgetting. I remember being curious once. I was like, I should go take a look tonight. My butthole. I kept forgetting. Because uh, you don't really, I mean, maybe some kids look at their buttholes, but it really wasn't until adulthood where I started thinking about like, man, I'm, you know, I think I was like 18 when I first saw it. And I was like, I'm 18 years old. I've had this thing the whole time. From birth till now, and I will have it till death unless, you know, something happens. But, and I've never seen this. How weird is it to go your whole life without having seen a part of your own body, you know, on the exterior too? It's not, it's not the interior of yourself. I mean, it's one thing to be like, oh, I've never seen my own, you know, kidney before or whatever. No, but we're talking about the, it's an external, you can see it. Other people likely have seen it if you're ever nude or, you know, even just having sex and I might see your butthole. Uh, it depends on what you're into, but you know, I do think a lot of people see also like, hey, if you're getting a wax or something like that, it's not that weird, but it's an interesting question to ask people. And I think it teaches you a lot about, you know, what kind of person you're talking to. Question number two, I like to ask people when the last time was that they cried. I think that always is, uh, that one always, you know, stimulates the people in the room, <sighs> whatever that means stimulates. It draws attention. It gets a reaction. That's all I'm going for, folks. I'm going to keep saying folks because I don't know who I'm talking to, but I just imagine folks. Uh, yeah, asking someone when the last time they cried, I think that really is like, that's that's a telling question because that puts people in the position of, well, do they, am I going to reveal my emotional vulnerability or Because some people, when I ask that question, they'll answer, oh, I cry, I don't know, like last week. They cry so often. And it's so normal for them to cry that they can't even remember the last time they did it because it happens so frequently. That'd be like someone asking me, like, when was, uh, you know, when was the last time you picked your nose? I mean, I pick my nose all day, every day. I'd be like, I don't know, probably 10 minutes ago. There's people, uh, my girlfriend, she cries. So I'm probably every day. That probably, make, <laughs> probably makes me sound like a bad person. But I am, um, I can assure you I'm a, a pretty good boyfriend, I think. But no, she's just an emotional person. My mom's an emotional person. I have other friends that cry a lot. Um, I said other friends, like my mom's my friend. We're friendly. She's my mom, though. It's not a friend. But yeah, I have plenty of people in my life that cry a lot. And that's just, I think, how people are. But I never, I don't cry. It's really rare that I cry. I probably cry twice a year, I would say. Uh, the last time I cried hard, oh, I don't even remember. Months, it had to be months ago. Um Sometimes I'll get a little choked up and emotional for sure. But even things that, you know, emotionally stimulate me, I don't, I keep bringing up the word stimulate Jesus. Uh, I don't just cry. Crying isn't my go-to. I don't know where that would come from. But I guess people are just different, you know, emotional states. And it's a really telling thing about how um, empathetic I think some people are, but maybe not also. Look, I don't know everything about psychology. but I think that if you see someone that cries a lot over small things, that's to me, that has to be a sign of that person has a lot of empathy and sympathy for others. And they can, they can feel the pain that others feel just, you know, emotionally connecting with them. While I think I have low empathy, low empathetic skills. I try though. I try, but yes, 
that is my challenge I'm putting out to anyone that's listening today. Likely nobody. But if you are, go out, ask somebody, hey, not somebody, ask, you know, a relative or a friend, in, preferably in a group when everyone's in a joyful, happy mood and ready to joke around. So who are seeing their buttholes? Yeah, wait for that reaction. And then get a little, you know, next step deeper and say, okay, okay, I got one. When was the last time you cried? Yeah, and wait for that reaction. It's interesting. And, you, you know, it's better than the traditional questions, you know, of like the, well, what, what are your hobbies or what influences you? or what, do you, what kind of things do you admire? Blah, 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 all that stuff. You know, how about the weather? It's it, it makes people look at you then and think, oh, this guy's kind of, you know, he's got a sense of humor and he's thinking deep on things. Now, that's really not true at all. And that's just how I feel about myself. But, <laughs> you know, me, I have an ego. Everyone has an ego. Uh, pardon that. I have heartburn. That's what I really have. I have an ego a mountain of an ego and miserable, miserable, nonstop, constant heartburn. It doesn't matter how much omeprazole I take or how many Tums I eat. I just constantly have acid reflux. If there's any doctors listening, for the love of God, help me. I am always in pain. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I am though. Really, I'm in pain a lot. I don't know. Another question is what keeps you up at night? I always wonder about that for people. But I think for the most part, it's really subjective because it's just, well, obviously it's subjective, but you know, for me, it's heartburn. (laughs) It's the heartburn Uh, combined with probably, I don't know, stress about my future. And then you always occasionally have those nights where you think about regrets. Those ones are rare though, where you look back and you're like, Oh my God, why did I, you think back to sixth grade and you're like, why did I say that joke in class and nobody laughed and I got really red and sweaty. And then you're reliving that moment. Those moments are so traumatic that it could pop back into your brain 15 years later. Yeah. That's uh, those nights aren't fun. I think the ones where you worry about your future are even tougher because that's, I mean, the past is in the past and there's nothing you can do about it, but the future you have control of to an extent, I think. And you don't want to fuck that up because that's your life and your future. But I don't know. That keeps me up at night along with the heartburn. But I think that's one that you'll learn a lot about people because if it's someone that that's like worried about the, you know, the next day, well, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know where I'm going with this. Listen, everyone, I'm going to switch this topic over to gun control. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I am not kidding. I'm going to actually, but I just don't want to get too political. I want to move away from the philosophy towards the politics, but not really. More just observations. I was listening to a Up and Vanished, the incredibly popular podcast that I'm sure you're familiar with if you've managed to find this one. I love true crime. And it's a really good podcast. I'm a big fan of the first season. Well, this uh, season, they were interviewing people out basically in the middle of nowhere and asking, you know, why wouldn't you call the cops if someone broke in or blah, blah, blah. And they were explaining how the nearest police station to the small town was like a 45 minute drive. And I, that got me thinking like, wow, there's a lot of towns like that, too. That's not just like a one town you know, example, there's got to be thousands of these towns across the U.S., especially in the Midwest and all that, where the nearest, if someone breaks into your home and you call the police, it could be 
30 to 30 minutes to an hour before they show up. So you're just then dealing with, you know, some nutcase on your own. Apologize for saying nutcase for being, you know, someone that works in mental health. I should probably be a little more sensitive, but some nutcase that (laughs) breaks into your house and tries to kill or steal or rape your family. And if they come in with a weapon, you know, I'll be not even necessarily a gun, but just anything. If they're a bigger person than you, like for me, I'm a, I'm five ten and a half, about 170 pounds. Not a pretty big frame. I am in shape, and I know how to. I don't know. How to, I'm not gonna say not to fight. I boxed for about a year and a half. That's my. That's the extent of my knowledge of fighting and defending. <clears throat> I if someone breaks into my house. There's a good chance that even if they don't have a weapon, they can do whatever they want with me if they're bigger than me because I don't have a gun. I don't have, I, don't, I mean, I have kitchen knives. What am I supposed to use to protect myself? Mace? What, what am I going to get? Mace gun jar thing? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, so I was thinking in that, I mean, I'm, I'm coming from a privileged perspective where if anything happens here, I can call 911. They'll be here in two minutes. And I can I can protect myself for probably two minutes. Uh, but, you know, if you're out there, you've got 30 to 45 to 60 minutes even before the cops show up. How are you going to protect yourself? Oh, well, if we took the guns away, no one would have guns to kill the people. And the, no, that's not true. If you're if there's just if I'm living out in the middle of nowhere and a bigger guy comes along. He doesn't have to have a gun. He just has to break in through the door and come in and kill me. I mean, that's, I don't have a choice regardless of if he has a gun or not. He's a bigger person. He can kill me. Uh, and so for people in that position, I'd be like, yeah, uh, no, the government's not taking my guns, but you know, there's a lot of privileged perspectives on things. I just, I don't care about anything at all. That's not true. I care about a lot of things. I just, I know nobody cares about what I think, but a lot, you know, People in their twenties, they love to tell people what they think, as if they know really well. Because I go to college and I have a college education, so I know things. You, you just work at a factory or whatever it is. Everyone in college is such a an asshole. <laughs> it's not true. Some good people, a lot of assholes though. Lots of assholes in the world. Lots of assholes that have seen their assholes, and lots of assholes that haven't seen their assholes. I'm an asshole and I've seen my asshole. You guys like this butthole talk? I switched over to butthole because I thought the word ass was getting overplayed. Listen, guys, here's the thing. I don't have any script. I'm just winging it. I'm just up at the bat and I'm winging it. And I don't know how long I want to go with this first episode. I want to give the listeners a chance to connect with me, to feel engaged, like they can listen to all of my episodes. But also, I don't really care if you do. I don't know. I don't know anything at all. You know what I was thinking about, though? I was thinking about maybe uh, plugging some stuff here. I was talking about my best friend, Levi, who edits these things. And, you know, less of a friend, more of a co-worker, I like to think of him. Uh he and I have twelve twelve media productions. Uh, is our it's our I don't know what do you want to call it production company. I wouldn't even call it that because it's just the two of us, folks. It's just the two of us, and we have an umbrella of shows. So it's uh, this one. 
We also have Unsung, which I would recommend go listening to that, the show about people you've never heard of in history who have really interesting lives. And that one we actually put real production value into as opposed to this one. We also have an older show called Lucidity, about two years old, and that was the first podcast we ever made together. And it's actually very interesting and well done. And I'm saying that because I'm the one who made it. I'm usually the writer and the performer, and he does all the post-production, if you know what I'm saying, folks. So go check all that stuff out. And I don't care if you subscribe. I don't care if you rate uh, five stars, four stars, three, two, or one. Uh, I don't even care if I get any feedback at all. But if you want to, you could do all that stuff. I'm not anticipating this whole thing to go anywhere at all, ever. But it exists now. It's my forum to, you know, let it all out there, folks. So, I hope you guys all have... You guys, I hope... (laughs) I don't know why I act like I'm talking to people. Because no one is listening. No one's listening. If you are listening, though, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Or week. I don't know when you're listening to this. This is a podcast. It's not live. And I hope you make the most of it. And don't forget, ask your friends if they've ever seen their buttholes. And if you haven't seen yours, go give it a look in the mirror. Take the old bend and spready. See what's up there. See if it's hairy. See if it's gross. For all you know, you have hemorrhoids. Or forming hemorrhoids. You'd probably know if you had hemorrhoids. You'd feel that shit. And don't forget to ask them if they've cried, too. Might invoke some cool emotions, some good conversation. Or don't take my advice. Don't take my advice at all. I never listen to this ever again, folks. All right, everybody. Well, we're coming in on 21 and a half minutes here. And I think I've bored myself. I hope I haven't bored you all. You all being nobody at all. Of course, obviously. Uh, So now what?